from Daytona Beach, Florida. This is the Daytona Motormouths Podcast. The Daytona 500 belongs to Franklin, Tennessee's Darrell Waltrip. With two of the preeminent motorsports writers in America. From the Daytona Beach News Journal, Godwin Kelly. Hey, get out of my way. And Ken Willis. Come on, Godwin. Rubbin's racing. This is the podcast for NASCAR fans. Now the checkered flag about to come out. From the home of NASCAR, Daytona Beach, Florida. Here he comes. He's going to the it. bottom. He's down low. The Daytona Motor Mouths on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona or visit online at DaytonaMotorMouths.com. And Kevin Harvin is the Daytona 500 winner. Now, here they are from the Daytona Beach News Journal, Godwin Kelly and Ken Willis. He's going to make it. Dale Jett's going to win the Daytona 500. We're going live. Oh, my God. Uh, Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. Hello, Goblin. Hey! Uh, we're Facebook live right now, so I'm standing. Makes me look more important when I stand for the Facebook Live. Probably made you look skinnier. Is that part of it, too? Well, skinny would be important, too. <laughs> no, no, it would be less fat, I think, when you stand. Um, we we are uh, well. First, we are almost you, done with the babbling ever, from the offseason. Did you have a good weekend? Good. I had a good weekend capped by uh, um, football, beer, and... A nightcap of beer and a uh, very uh, sluggish morning. I had a lot, did a lot this weekend, yeah. So I felt it this morning, yeah. So yeah, you. We're in the same boat. Yeah. I got a lot done. Yeah. Went and got a pedicure. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. And uh, watched the football game. And uh, I don't know what you paid the girl who touched your feet, and yeah. looked at your feet, and got next to your feet. But I'm telling you, it should it should include installments. Because I've seen your feet, you know. This girl, was she wearing a hazmat outfit or was she just uh, just yeah, they, really, really in bad they, money? They glove up, put masks on. Yeah. yeah. Get out that uh, get out the bandsaw. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's quite, quite, a, pro- it's quite oh. a process. You Or do you go, you go to a farrier, don't you? Is that what you <laughs> You should. I've seen them. All right. We're, we actually got um, – we don't have a race to talk about, but we have an upcoming race to talk about. It's been a while since we've done that. It's been a two or three months. And uh, we will get into that after this first little short break. And now we're going to get into – what do you know? Daytona Motor Mouse. Goblin Kelly is sitting there. Uh, I'm Ken Willis. Chris Bridges is here uh, running things, and Zach Dean's over there being camera boy. For angry camera boy for Facebook. angry camera boy. So um, I wrote down on our little uh, menu of items. Oh, I wrote down race week. What? <laughs> yes, there's an automobile race this week. Uh, Saturday they have tweaked speed weeks at Daytona again, and uh, now uh, this coming Saturday the ARCA 200 is a standalone event. It's no longer clash and crash day. We used to have the, uh, in the old days, we had the Bush Clash followed by the ARCA 200 on Sunday. So we had Clash and Crash, crash Sunday. And a couple of things happened. It's no longer called the, it, it became the shootout, or and then it became the Sprint Unlimited. Then it got moved to night, and then the ARCA race got moved uh, earlier in the day. And then a funny thing happened. The ARCA race got cleaner than the Clash. The Clash was wrecking more than the ARCA race. So it kind of screwed everything up. But anyway, now we got what I was getting to. Arc is going to be standalone race Saturday. I said that to say this. Wow! And uh, and then Sunday is the clash combined with uh, Daytona 500 pole qualifying. You got all that? Good lord! 
I mean, normally I, now you go I'm out totally to, confused. But I mean, you go out to watch. You're the like race. the guy at the carnival with the shell game. Okay, yeah. here's the P. If you can tell me what day the archer race is, you win a uh, bear. <laughs> but it, but it's weird. It's going to be weird to go out to the track on Saturday, and there's going to be cup practice, and then the arca race. That's going to be kind of odd. Arca race standalone will be a ratings juggernaut. Oh, <laughs> got a point there. I, I tell you what, the arca race will get a decent number to get their best number of the year because it's the first race of the year it's daytona and they're by themselves guys got that ringing in my head still i don't know where that's i told you it was a long weekend i know so anyway what is your talk to me talk to me about this first weekend what you're looking forward to and uh what to watch out for well uh, you know, one thing people aren't really paying much attention to, which um, I talked to Joey Logano, name drop, uh, on the phone, name drop, and uh, and he brought up the subject yeah. of this thing, this ride height issue, ride, ride height. height, okay, ride height, height, got it, okay, and since 2014, there hasn't been a ride height rule for every other race other than the ones at daytona and they have the car the bottom of the car has to be a certain distance above the ground right and last year thanks to bob pockris <laughs> <laughs> our, our research department yeah our research department uh the ride height after an event had to be the, the car clearance from the bottom of the car to the ground had mm-hmm. to be 4.25 inches that's almost four and a quarter yeah yeah so uh that there's no ride height maximum i don't know is it minimum maximum minimum whatever there's no ride height rule same thing they're not going to measure <laughs> it's a complete opposite things but yeah same, same they're difference. not they're not going to measure they're not going to measure ride heights no. No. no no and uh so now that means that they can bring those cars way down to the ground like i'm doing right now yeah just like you okay Okay, so they can bring them down, and that gets that gets less air going under them, which makes them faster. They're they're like a bullet now. Yeah, and um, shrink the plate. And so anyway, Logano was concerned about this because he's he's calling it the X factor for speed weeks because it's an unknown. They don't know what's going to happen. That's what an X factor is. The unknown. Well, yeah. I remember in the day, I remember years ago when they used to let them sag that rear end down, especially on pole day. They would drop the suspensions, the springs, they'd go soft on that, and the rear ends would drag practically around the track on, in, pole, in, in pole form. And because uh, that's when Sterling used to say, "Looks like we're, looks like they're holding, hauling a load of liquor out there," because <laughs> the trunks would be down sagging. Right. So and there's nothing, nothing like a sagging trunk to make you get up and go. So uh, I did. I did a. <laughs> I did a few more like Google searches, and I looked you. at some transcripts. And I'm stuff. a Duck Duck Go guy, but go ahead. Jimmy Johnson uh, and. Kyle Bush each said that the maximum speed in the draft may go up to up to 25 miles an hour faster. That's that won't happen. 
<laughs> well, think it, about it. I mean, if they could, were already doing 190, 195 in the draft, they're not going to get. They're not going to let them get up to two ten. Well, yeah. but they have made a, a a rule on the restrictor plate, and which tells me that they're going to let them practice yeah. in this new tram and see where they are. Well, that's that's kind of a well, not that they care, but and certainly don't care what I say. But I mean, they're not going to. They don't have as much practice time because they, they didn't have a January test here. And as far as I know, they didn't test the plates anywhere in the offseason, do any restrictor plate testing. So they have no baseline, no knowledge of what it's going to do. So now you can go out there and have the first practice run and go, holy mackerel, we got to break out the tighter plates. And then now all of a sudden everybody's scrambling, you know, with, with less airflow and uh, because they shrink the plates because they were going too fast in practice on the first weekend of the season and right. that's going to be crazy i mean that's but they've done you know they've they've done things like that before yeah i mean having a having a uh, plate change during speed weeks yeah. is not uncommon yep. but what i'm saying is like if you go out there on the first day, what, what's the first day they te- uh, do practice? Saturday. Saturday. So if you go out there Saturday for the first practice, it could be crazy. I mean, it could be wild and crazy. A bunch of crazy people out yeah. there. Running like a bunch of crazy people. And then they may decide, well, let's just see how it works in the clash, yep. which is Sunday. Yep. And that could be that could be wild and crazy. Well, it has been. And it, for damn near a generation. I mean, like I said earlier, it just uh, they they crash more during the clash than they do in the ARCA race. Well, with um, fewer cars, by the way, half the cars. Yeah, um, one of the things that NASCAR likes about this rule is that the cars are less prone to get airborne, even though they're going faster. Yeah, they're less prone to yeah, take less off. Air, yeah, less air getting up underneath. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And uh, <clears throat> we have a couple of clips. It's not just us yammering in here today. We got a, we're going to hear from Kyle Larson, and we're going to hear from Kurt Busch. Take your pick. Who you like? Well, let's split it. Uh, split Kyle and put Kurt right in the middle? Yeah. Oh. Mic adjustment. Oh. I sound, I better oh, okay. sound much better now. I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. That works. All right. Well, you want to go uh, with Kyle? Kyle. All right, what's Kyle talking about? Set this up for us. Well, he's talking about, um, you know, he's in his mid-20s. Yes, he is. We got a bunch of 20-something kids racing uh, now in Cup. He's yep. talking about that. Yeah, I was just talking to Kyle Bush about that the other yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson is going to talk about the wave of young talent coming into NASCAR, that is, of which he is part. You are you correct, ready? sir. All right, here's Kyle Larson. I don't really know. I mean, but it's uh, it's been cool to see kind of the change of, of how our sport's been. Um, you know, there's been some really really big name drivers retire the last you know, handful of years, and uh, I'm you know happy that I got the opportunity to race with all of them and, and learn off, off of each and every one of them. Uh, but now it's you know exciting that we have you know William Byron and, and guys like that uh, that are, are now in the Cup Series. It's been a, a very quick kind of change of the guard um, in the Cup Series. So I think that's exciting for our sport and, and hopefully you know helps uh, build it to, to new levels. Well, he really didn't have anything original to say, and nothing surprising. Kyle no. Bush used to. He 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 he's the one that you need to talk to about this again. Well, but, yeah, but, he, but but he's part of it. What's he going to say? Yeah, well, I, I you know, it's just nice to have another voice in the room other oh, than hearing, what it is. hearing, oh, hearing us yammer yeah. all okay. the time, right? All right. Uh this year's Daytona 500 um you know, last year 
the the waning laps, which means the late laps, was <laughs> I'm waning. Uh, I'm wailing. You know, remember how everybody kept running out of gas? You know. And I, I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I remember saying at times that it's not Kurt Busch didn't necessarily win the Daytona 500. It's almost like the Daytona 500 won Kurt Busch, you know, because he was like, it was almost like a battle royal, and everybody else was getting thrown out of the ring, and he's the guy who had some the, fuel left. The last four laps yeah. were led by different drivers. Yeah. Every the last four laps. Yeah. So uh, if Chase Elliott had more fuel, he would have won the Daytona 500. And if he had won the Daytona 500, God knows, and Kurt Busch was the latest example of this, God knows that winning the Daytona 500 does not mean you're going to go out and and be great everywhere else throughout the rest of the season. Right. Or or even good everywhere else the rest of the season. Kurt Busch proved that. Yes. Ward Burton. Remember Ward Burton's year after he won the 500? I mean, there are several examples of this. But – in theory, when you if you have any if you believe in mojo at all, you you would think that if Chase had gotten that monkey off his back and won the five hundred last year, maybe through some sense of vibe, mojo or whatever, that that would have been what springboarded them to finally, you know, break that goose egg everywhere else. And, and he might have won half a dozen times last year and might have re, you know rewrote the whole story from two thousand and seventeen. Having said that. Kurt Busch's win, you, you don't call such things a fluke because fuel mileage plays a role in these things. And he happened to be in the right place to take advantage of it. So you have to be up there in the lead pack to be able to take advantage of this. So it wasn't like it was a you know, it was a fluke or anything like that. Now, having said that, again, <laughs> he's got a chance to uh, do something that hasn't happened since what, the mid nineties? Ninety four, ninety five. <laughs> and what is that, Mr. Kelly? Sterling Marlin running, running the Morgan McClure Motorsport. Kodak. Kodak. Number four Kodak Chevy. Number four. Yep. 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 A little hot rod. Yep. So, yeah, it's got Runt, Runt, Runt Pittman, right? Yeah. Runt Pittman was the So engineer. he won in 94, right? Right. Okay. And then he comes back and he's got, you know, they hadn't really changed the rules <laughs> or whatnot. The cars are still the same. Yep. He's still strong. That team sort of focused on, you know, plate mm-hmm. racing right and um <laughs> you remember uh when after he won and this this he defended his 94 championship right. and he talked about he wore the same underwear and yeah. he wore the same everything drove through mcdonald's yeah the and yep. they, then they went to the same place afterwards yep. some little deck down under yep. under port orange bridge yep so um yeah yeah every year um you know the subject comes up when's the next guy gonna defend right. his daytona 500 win and it hasn't happened since 94 95 by the way that when sterling won his first daytona 500 it was his first ever cup win you know remember that oh yeah he hadn't won anywhere and that car that old number four yellow 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 car it had they had uh runt Pittman and the boys had uh uh, done some configuring of the exhaust system, and that car had a high pitched whine like an Indy car when it went by. Yeah. And all they did was reassemble some exhaust pieces. I can't remember the exact. I'm like a sh- further show off my ignorance, but uh, but yeah, and that's all they did. And it kind of freaked everybody out because on top of everything else, it was a little bit tat, just a tick faster than everybody else was, which is hard to do at a plate race, and it's not that big of a difference, but there's a little bit of a difference. And uh, when Sterling won that first one in 94, everybody asked him, you know, how will they celebrate? Because he kept his house. He, he stayed living in Columbia, Tennessee. 
and uh, which is not a uh, thriving or throbbing metropolis. Um, I don't even think it's in top 50 uh, cities in Tennessee, <clears throat> maybe in the county. But uh, they asked them how everybody, how the celebration would go, and how happy everybody is back in Columbia, Tennessee. And remember what he said? He said it's going to be bigger than Mule Day. Yeah. <laughs> and I and every year I when Mule Day rolls around, I I resurrect that and write a little something about Mule Day. It's like a two week festivity, like a county fair type thing in Columbia, finishing with the running, you know, running of the mules. Basically, yeah. they yeah, parade them cool. through town, well, bunch hey. of jackasses. Anyway, let's get back on topic here because uh, oh, did we again, get on topic? Yeah, because again, uh, Kurt Bush, yeah. Kurt Bush, yes, has a chance to uh, do what Sterling Marlin did in ninety four, ninety five, and he's going to talk about that now. And he's going to talk about that to us right now. Right now, here we go. Daytona, um, a family and friends have been asking me. You know, you won Daytona. Do you feel less pressure? And I feel more. I want to go back there and repeat, and it hasn't been done since the early 90s with Sterling Marlin. So that gives us that extra motivation to go there and to win. And frankly, I don't want to share any of the spoils that come with winning Daytona. I want to keep that for ourselves again. I don't believe that, do you? The part about him saying he had friends? <laughs> you buying that? All right, you know what? Family and friend. He should have said family and friend. I, I think we, know, we joke. You know what I think we, we should do? What? I think we should skedaddle. On this segment? And yeah, and we should run to the next segment. Okay, we'll do that. We'll be right back. And we're back with You'll Get That Big Time Auto Racing. And, uh, you know, one of the things you'll get is, uh, we, which we had never gotten before until last year, was, was a good old-fashioned encumbrance. Didn't you have one of them once? On, or was that a protrusion? <laughs> Did you have an encumbrance? <laughs> There's encumbrances every day when you you look you look well, that. You remember I told you that song has encumbered in it. Yes, he's, you did. He's not heavy. He's my brother. Yes, encumbered. Yeah, yeah. Now is that one of them uh, lyrics that you th- think they're saying encumbered, but they're really saying something else? Outnumbered? No, I actually uh, went up to, the lyrics. I went to Mr. Google and I looked at the lyrics, okay, and it says encumbered. Well, you know, last year, late April, early May, one or the other, and when I'm not sure, I say mid spring. Joey Logano won the automobile race at Richmond, but they, but uh, apparently the post race inspection was uh, they were so askew so afoul of the rule book that they took the uh, spoils of the victory away. I think they kept the trophy. Their name stays in the record book, but they it did not give them a playoff ticket. Uh, they lost. They didn't get the points from it. In fact, they might have been penalized points. Um, so anything anyway. So that they they and that's when we first heard the word encumbered. The the whim was encumbered. Now I don't know what staff meeting and who was present when they all sat around the boys in competition and said well how are we going to label this and some uh, but i'm assuming it was one of the guys who went to just a little too much school (laughs) who said i encumbered and they ran with it so it took a lot of uh they got teased a lot for for throwing that big 10 cent word out there uh to not say cheating um or just even rule breaking or whatever. Uh, so now, when somebody runs a foul like that, they have announced in this off season or in this preseason that the the rule will remain the same. They just won't refer to it as an encumbrance or, or encumbered. You gonna miss it? The big E word. I, I got so used to that. Yeah. 
that uh, you know there was some there was additional encumberments yeah during the season <laughs> cumberbund yeah but it wasn't people uh, winning races it yeah. was like fourth fifth place yeah. finishes and that kind of thing uh, but um, yeah I'm gonna miss it I yeah. you know it was a it was a rocky start to our relationship yes uh, but. You know, it smoothed out, and uh, we became friends. <laughs> and uh, I got, you know, yeah. I got used to having encumbered around. Yes. And now, now it's gone, so can't, it can't be replaced. And you know what's funny for for a heavy word, strikingly easy to spell. That's what I liked about it. Encumber, encum. That's three. Eh, encumbrance. It's only three syllables. It yeah. feels like more, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. it does feel it like, like more, more, but. But we've lost her. We, yeah. We've lost her. We'll always have the memories. We'll always have the – my memories will always be encumbered. Speaking of smart people and big words, uh, the uh, part of the – one of the big, bigger uh, changes in the offseason and done in an effort to try to minimize cost or to try to keep the cost down among teams, uh, NASCAR's put a limit on the number of people that a team can bring to the racetrack on a weekend. Uh, they got like 12 people on the road crew. You can have five crewmen. That's down from six. Pit crew. Um, if you've got one or two teams, if you got one or two cars on your team, on your organization, you, uh, you can have one IT specialist at the track. If you're a three- or four-car team, you can have two IT specialists at the track. And I ask you, did you ever suspect we'd reach a day where they are uh, telling telling uh, the teams how many of the geek squatters can uh, can come and take part, can come play on the weekend. Isn't that odd? When you're just reading it, I mean, you yeah. know it's out there, you see it, but you go, God. I remember 20 years or so ago in the old garage, before they reconfigured the garage at Daytona. You mean and, the, the, the prison? Yes. It would look like a prison. Yeah, and, yeah it like a prison yard. And that first time when Cal Wells owned the, owned the team, that a cup team, and during January testing here at Daytona, he, he had a bank, a bank, four or five guys set up at a folding table inside his garage, team's garage stall with laptops. Right. And it freaked everybody out. And they had a little antenna sticking up from outside the garage stall. And it kind of freaked everybody out. So what is he doing? And now, of course, that's, you know, they're doing things with uh, microchips and satellites and the, the uh, what is what am I talking about? The electronic... Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. God, why I hate when I draw a blank on a word. All right, well. So now we're down to IT guys just being part of the crew, and, and now they're having to number them or, or, or limit the number of guys right. you can bring. And, and check in. When yeah. you come through the garage, you have to identify yourself yes. as, you know, I'm – I'm crew member number two. Well, I'm crew number number three. They're going to wear. They're going to have labels on their uniforms, yeah. on their sleeves, and it tells you what what part of the team they are. You know, chassis guy, engine guy, pit crew, whatever. IT guy. The IT guy won't have to have. A, you'll be able to look right in his shirt pocket and tell who he is, probably right. Yeah. So, but uh, and he'll drive that that VW Beetle, the black and white <laughs> VW Beetle from Best Buy. Um, <clears throat> I lost my train of thought. Oh, you talked about oh the hard cards. We're going to talk about this uh, later, but they're going to yeah. put chips. They got chips in the hard card, and you got to scan your hard card when you go through in the garage. And now there's this big database where they know who's there. You know, they know you're there, and that's scary because we get hard cards too. You know, yeah. And 
And who's to say they don't have a little chip in our... I, I've got one on my shoulder, but I don't want one in my hard card. Well, uh, when I was filling out my form yeah. for my hard card, yeah. they... Man, they ask for a lot of information. They certainly do. It's very delicate. Very yeah. delicate. Yeah. My to, mom's maiden name. <laughs> yeah, it's a very delicate dance yeah. we're doing now uh, as far as uh, giving out personal information to uh, an entity. Entity. Yeah. You Or did you say enemy? No, 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 no. <laughs> you kind of morphed no, the two words? No, 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 yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. Entity. Okay. Yeah. So, it's a whole new world. Uh, are we going to have chips in our hard cards? That's what I'm asking. I'm a little worried about that. I don't want to have a chip implanted in me. I'd rather have one in my card than have one in me. Well, you know, that would interfere with the plate in my head. You what? know, that 10 years from now, that's probably what they're going to do. They're going to go, okay, yeah. you, you want a hard card? It's got, we have to insert it into your arm or something. Wow. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun. It's so, a brave new world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, right, what do you want to do? Well, green white checker. We uh, we got to go green, back, come back and go to green white checker, yeah. and then we're going to hear from Kyle Larson again at the end. We're going to hear from Kyle Larson and green white checker. All right, we'll be right back. And we're back to wrap it up at the green white checkers Daytona Motor Mouse. I'm Ken Willis. That's Goblin Kelly. Tapping. Uh, Tapping. Are you? Hey, you know uh, what? We're going to play the birthday game after we hear from yeah, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Uh, one thing that you're working on... Bear quit doing that. It just shakes up everybody out there. <laughs> right on. One thing we're, you're working on mm-hmm. is... Uh, and, and me, I've got a little little thing about this, is the new guys coming in. These mm-hmm. 20-something kids yeah. coming in. I mean, the There's flo- not 20-something kids. These bunch of kids that are 20-something. Right. Yes. Big difference. So... NASCAR's opened the floodgates to this young, talented group of kids that are basically they're going to start taking over in the next year or two. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the number of uh, thirty and forty-year-old drivers is dwindling. So, um, I heard a I heard Brad Keselowski talking about age. Yeah, and they said, "Well, do you consider yourself one of the young guns?" And he goes. He goes, I'm a, I'm a no gun. I, I, I don't really fall into a category. Yeah, he's, he's a tweener. Th- yeah, because he's 33. Well, or four. funny you mentioned that. He's going to be part of the, uh, or is he? Yes, he will be part of it. Don't you start guessing yet. <laughs> but he's a tweener. Him and Kyle Busch are tweeners. But that, you know, uh, as we move into speed weeks, and I know this is speed weeks at Daytona International Speedway. Six is, miles from us. Right. Six miles exactly, <laughs> according to the expense report. Yes, um, we all know that um, you know it's this has this is kind of a standalone event. It has nothing to do with you know the rest of the season, right? Atlanta, Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay, well, but it's, it'll be interesting to see how these young guys do. And among these young guys is Kyle Larson, and he's been around a few years, yeah. but. He's, He's still mid twenty-five. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, uh, we got a clip of him. He talking. might be king of the young guys because he's a winner. Well, you got Joey Logano, who's probably the king of the young he's guys. He's old. He's what? 27? He's twenty-seven. Yeah. yeah God. <laughs> Lord. He's ready for the villages. Anyway, uh, so we've got Kyle Larson again. All right. He's going to talk to us a little bit. We're going to talk to us about the sea change. The sea change. Yeah. A little nautical term. Yarr. You old son. Yeah. All right. Here's Kyle Larson. 
I guess it's less than 18 days for my speed weeks. Uh, I'm going to go to um, down early and race Sprint Cart Volusia and then uh, get going um, at the Speedway uh, for the clash and all that. So uh, I'm excited. I, I leave next Tuesday, so um, my season gets going here pretty quickly. And, and yeah, you know, I've been, I, I've only really felt like my off season's you know, been about two weekends now, and I've been extremely bored. So uh, I'm ready to get going. Ready to get back in the car? Heck yeah. So when he said Tuesday, that's actually today because the podcast comes out the day he said Tuesday. Tuesday. So and he really didn't talk about the young guns. He just talked about him getting into the season. But yeah, that'll suffice. It'll work. Uh, you know, hey, this is Daytona Motor Miles. He's gonna Anything be, works. He's going to be is at Volusia. He's going to be on the dirt over there on the sprint cars. Right? Uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting fun fact, isn't uh-huh. it? That yeah. he's going to be racing out there before he gets out to the big end track. That's fun racing. Yeah, big tracks business racing. Yeah, buddy. You want to play the birthday game? Yeah, let's do that. Don't right play the birthday game. All right, every week. Uh, quick reminder: we. Uh, we played a birthday game. I look at on the calendar of birthdays coming up in the, over the course of the next week. Mr. Kelly tries to uh, get within 5 or 10% of uh, the actual age, and he's uh, proven to be pretty darn decent at this. Uh, we're kind of a, another slim pickings week. We're not, we've been shy on big names. Other, you know, Last week we had DW, uh, his birthday. He was at, he was at, obviously the headliner of that crop of birthdays. We have an obvious headliner in this crop of birthdays, too, which will be the last one that I named. But, all right, getting started Tuesday, the day this podcast comes out, is the birthday of Bill Lester. Remember Bill? Toyota, truck, sports car, ran the Rolex several times, sports car racer, uh, ran for Toyota in the truck series. Bill Lester. Okay. Went to Cal Berkeley. Yeah, the thing about Bill was is that he got kind of a late start because mm-hmm. um, he was in his late 30s or early 40s when he was actually racing, which was 10 years ago. So he's got to be close to 50. You're going to say 50? Yep. Oh, that's about as far off as you ever are. 57. 57. I got, I'm not going to say it. Yeah, you uh, you 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 missed that one by a ton. Yeah. All right, Wednesday. This one's gonna be tough too. You're not gonna get this one. Kind of a role player, bit player out there on the fringes. Josh Wise. Tough one, ain't it? Young gun. Meh. Is he a young gun or is he a tweener gun, or does he own a gun? I don't know. He He's doesn't a, own a cannon. I yeah, know that. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. You know what? I am going to keep up with them. I'll just say 30. 35. All right. That was a tough one. Yeah. Here's one Here's one more in your uh, wheelhouse. Uh, Friday, crew chief, uh, longtime body man crew chief, Todd Parrott, second generation NASCAR crew chief. Todd? Yes. Brother of Brad, son of Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I am fading today, man. I'm having these, these like, sons flares or something son of thor anyway uh todd parrot's birthday is friday he will be 50 54 Eh, Mm. you can do you're better than this i know all right here it is next monday brad keselowski 34 you're right yeah you ended on a good note yeah but we again i had heard that uh Uh, you cheated i didn't cheat no cheating so anyway this is it are you ready because from here on out from here till the 18th, yep. it's We're like... not going to be able to hear a thing because of the roar of the engines. It's nonstop, baby. It's nonstop. There's a few stops. I'm going to go... I 
personally yeah. plan on taking it behind the wall a few times. So. Well, there's a couple of speed bumps, but as far as stops, there may be a yield sign, but yeah. it's there's no stopping. There's no gonna be stopping. a few. There, trust me, there'll be a few Mondays where I'm uh, I'm still on the hauler. You're gonna be in here with the kid, <laughs> <laughs> and vice versa. By the way, I've seen you hightail it out of town a few times. All right, Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in Daytona. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.